Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Pakistan's Prime Minister calls for India to reconsider where their continued skirmishes might lead. A war between two nuclear-capable countries will not spare anyone. Ahead of the May elections, President Rodrigo Duterte wants the police to release a narco list that would name candidates tied to the illegal drug trade. Pero teka muna, is publishing a narco list even legal? Today is March 1, and this marks the start of the National Women's Month celebration. Let's check in on how Filipinas are doing and some victories we've gained this year. And still on the state of Filipinas, in the midst of population growth in the country, what are men doing to take on their burden in contraception and family planning? Yan pong headlines. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Recently, tensions have flared between Pakistan and India to a level that has not been seen since the 1970s. Today's turmoil began on February 14. A suicide bomber rammed his car into a convoy of Indian police. 300 kilograms worth of explosives went off, killing at least 40 paramilitary personnel. 70 other Indians were injured. A Pakistani jihadist claimed responsibility for the attack. And India retaliated by cutting diplomatic ties, authorizing airstrikes, and imposing economic sanctions on imports from their neighbor. Pakistani jets fought back by bombarding areas near the Indian Army force. As the international community expresses its concern, the Pakistani Prime Minister is calling for a little restraint. Here is Prime Minister Imran Khan in a public address. Prime Minister Imran Khan is saying here that India should consider where their skirmishes might lead. He says wars had been waged before and nobody knew the real and full consequences. Other countries, not just neighbors, are also expressing worry. Both India and Pakistan are both nuclear-armed. If a war ensues, it is not just the two countries or their neighbors who will suffer the consequences. Already, for example, Thailand has grounded some flights bound for Europe that could fly over Pakistan. The government may release a narco list ahead of the elections. A narco list supposedly would include the names of politicians and candidates who supposedly have links to the illegal drug trade. The government says politicians in the past were rumored to fund their campaigns and buy votes using drug money. But a crucial question is, are narco lists even legal? Should these be made public at all? These names, after all, are not necessarily names of people that have actually been charged. 
We spoke with Ted De, ex-Supreme Court spokesperson, now teaching at the UP College of Law. Ted, the president and the DILG have time and again said, we have a narco list. The narco list is composed of politicians um, and incumbents who supposedly are involved in the drug trade. But now they're saying they will release it ahead of the elections. Is that legal? Unang-una, yung tanong ng pagkakaroon ng narcolist, yun muna ang pag-usapan natin. Sinasabi na dito, itong mga to ay may kaugnayan sa illegal na droga. Ito ba ay dealer, ito ba ay user, no? ito ba ay financier. Yung mga characterization na yan, korte lang gagawa dapat noon. No? After a trial and a judgment. Does it violate rights? Well, yes, because if your name appears on the narco list and you are not charged, you have not been convicted, you have not been tried, then it violates your constitutional right to be presumed innocent, right? It violates your rights to due process because it may result in your life being deprived or in your liberty being deprived no? uh, without due process of law. So, yun yung una. Pangalawa, pag inilabas yung listahan, okay, well, it's defamatory because it's basically saying these people are involved in crimes where there are no judgments yet. So that's libel. On those grounds, may legal and constitutional you know, concerns that can be raised because of that narco list. No? Uh, and of course, the question of specific people lang ang i-raise mo. Kasi... Pag sinabi mo, oh, may listahan ako, dalawang libong pangalan itong listahan, ilabas mo yung dalawang libo. On that ground, may, may, may fairness question din. March is National Women's Month. This year, the Philippine Commission on Women, or PCW, celebrates by tracking how we are doing so far in terms of improving the lives of Filipinas and implementing local and international laws and commitments for women. For example, the Magna Carta of Women. Here is Rodora Bukoy, PCW chairperson during the ninth anniversary of the law's passage last August. Have we fulfilled the promise of the law to advance the interest and welfare of marginalized women, peasant and rural women, fisher folk, urban poor women, indigenous and Moro women, women workers, migrant women, solo mothers, persons with disabilities, the elderly among so many other vulnerable sectors of our society. So far, it's been a good start to 2019 with the enactment of the 105-day expanded maternity leave law. The World Economic Forum's Global Gender Gap Report for 2018, published in December, meanwhile, also places the Philippines in the top 10 of countries that are most gender equal. We rank highly in terms of educational attainment for women, political empowerment of women, and economic participation and opportunities for women. The World Economic Forum says the high ranking of the Philippines is due in part to increased wage equality for similar work and to increased estimated income of women. There are also many Filipina lawmakers, senior officials, and managers. The Philippines, in fact, is consistently among the top countries when it comes to closing the gender gap. Despite the rosy picture, there are issues that remain. Reproductive health, violence against women, and women's empowerment, among others. Again, 
PCW Chairperson Bukoy. Our advocacy should reach the grassroots where most women do not have access to health services and livelihood resources and are victims of violence, most of which remain unreported. The Commission on Population and Development, or POPCOM, has projected that as of last year, there were 107 million Filipinos. Going by their assumption from the last census that we are growing at a rate of about 1.6%, that's about 2 million births per year, then by the end of 2019, there will be 109 million Filipinos. Now, a 1.6% population growth rate is significantly lower and better than the 2.5% growth rate that we had in the 1990s. What has not improved much are indices that point to safe motherhood for Filipinas. We still have a low contraceptive prevalence rate and poor maternal mortality rate compared to our Asian neighbors. And here is something else to note, still significant in the context of National Women's Month, when it comes to reproductive health, Filipino men are not doing enough. Most of the burden for reproductive health, it seems, is being carried by women. I had a conversation on One News the Chiefs with Dr. John DeFlavier. He is the chairman of the Cooperative Movement for Encouraging No Scalpel Vasectomies for Men, or Seamen. Just in time for Women's Month, he says it is important to remember that men have a role in reproductive health. What business unusual should we be working on? And uh, the hypothesis and the suggestion that we are posing is throughout those uh, five decades, throughout the last uh, 25 years since we made the promise in the International Conference on Population and Development, the role of men has not gone beyond 2% mm. when you look at contraceptive prevalent rate. So translating this in layman's terms, for every 100 uh, women using uh, family planning and contraception, there are only two men, uh, most of whom would be using condoms, and almost none would be having vasectomy. Before we let you go, here are some things you need to know. Remember the NLEX Harbor Link we've been talking about for the past month? It's finally open to the public. That is a five and a half kilometer segment linking NLEX and the port area in Manila. It promises to cut the usual one hour travel time to just 10 minutes. But wait, there's more. The next segment in the works will connect the North and South Expressways. That road will cut the usual two hour ride from Clark to Calamba to just 20 minutes. Just wait a little bit longer for that one, however. The Harbor Link opens today. The NLEX SLEC connector road will not be ready until 2021. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episodes, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Raming salamat po! Hold up! 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.